1: Good morning. It is Monday, June 24. Welcome to Daily Walk. I am Becky de Oliveira.
0: And I'm at de Oliveira. And uh, excited about today and uh, this new s- series called Citizenship uh, that we're in. And uh, so here we are. Let's pray for today. Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for a brand new start, a new opportunity for us to reflect on all that you've called us to. We ask for a blessing and we ask for your wisdom and grace in Jesus' precious name. Amen.
1: Amen. Okay, let's see what Joseph gets up to in the New Living Translation, the NLT. <laughs> I
0: I can't wait for the message. I'm reading
1: Genesis 39, 1 through 20. We have uh, the slightly less racy subheading, Joseph and Potiphar's house. Okay. Being a little hard to say what's going on in Potiphar's house. Maybe the toaster's broken. Let's find out. When Joseph was taken to Egypt by the Ishmaelite traders, he was purchased by Potiphar, an Egyptian officer. Potiphar was captain of the guard for Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. The Lord was with Joseph, so he succeeded in everything he did as he served in the home of his Egyptian master. Potiphar noticed this and realized that the Lord was with Joseph, giving him success in everything he did. This pleased Potiphar, so he soon made Joseph his personal attendant. He put him in charge of his entire household and everything he owned. From the day Joseph was put in charge of his master's household and property, the Lord began to bless Potiphar's household for Joseph's sake. All his household affairs ran smoothly and his crops and livestock flourished. So Potiphar gave Joseph complete administrative responsibility over everything he owned. With Joseph there, he didn't worry about a thing, except what kind of food to eat. Joseph was a very handsome and well-built young man, and Potiphar's wife soon began to look at him lustfully. "'Come and sleep with me,' she demanded. But Joseph refused. "'Look,' he told her, "'my master trusts me with everything in his entire household.' No one here has more authority than I do. He has held back nothing from me, except you, because you are his wife. How could I do such a wicked thing? It would be a great sin against God. She kept putting pressure on Joseph day after day, but he refused to sleep with her, and he kept out of her way as much as possible. One day, however, no one else was around when he went in to do his work. She came and grabbed him by his cloak, demanding, Come on, sleep with me. Joseph tore himself away, but he left his cloak in her hand as he ran from the house. When she saw that she was holding his cloak, and he had fled, she called out to her servants. Soon all the men came running. "'Look,' she said, "'my husband has brought this Hebrew slave here to make fools of us. He came into my room to rape me, but I screamed. When he heard me scream, he ran outside and got away, but he left his cloak behind with me. She kept the cloak with her until her husband came home.' Then she told him her story. That Hebrew slave you brought into our house tried to come in and fool around with me, she said, but when I screamed, he ran outside, leaving his cloak with me. Subheading, Joseph put in prison. Potiphar was furious when he heard his wife's story about how Joseph had treated her. So he took Joseph and threw him into the prison where the king's prisoners were held, and there he remained. Okay, I'm just going to point out something. I don't think Potiphar believes the story. And the reason I don't think he believes the story is that Joseph is still alive. Yes. So I think he feels like he has to kind of do something because you know.
0: Yeah, I actually I think so too. We've but seen, he does The Egyptian kill him. Empire as powerful as it was. Because doesn't it
1: feel like they killed people for absolutely no reason at all. Well, later like,
0: on, you you will see a story where there's the story of the the bread maker and the wine. Uh, the yes. Wine, right. Yes. Yes.
1: Somebody just baked like a bad loaf of bread or something right <laughs> dead dead yes as a
0: dodo right and so so you've got to ask yourself why is it that joseph is still mm. alive correct yes because you there's more to the story So clearly, you know, he's a handsome fellow. There's clearly there's there's so much more being built out inside the story, and and you you notice that um, how Potiphar is talking about here. How there's nothing that he has to worry about. There's nothing. He only has to think about what he has to eat. He is so he has grown to trust Joseph entirely. So this is just so much of a character shock for him. There's just something not right in the story.
1: I don't know. He doesn't say he's shocked though. he just goes. He's furious.
0: Throws him in jail. Throws him in jail. But is he furious with Joseph or furious with, you know, like the story of uh, the king who had to throw Daniel in? Maybe he's
1: jealous. Oh, not if not if Joseph. I
0: must say your reading's very seductive. But
1: of the wife, (laughs) my reading is seductive. Yeah, it's like oh, oh.
0: well, it's a it's It's very very interpretive. Okay.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you.
0: Uh, okay, here we go.
1: I do my best. Yeah, I know. You know. This is my job.
0: For queen and country. It's one of
1: my jobs, yes.
0: All right. Um, here we go. In your personal life and in the lives of others you have observed, have religious practices alone led to character like Joseph's?
1: Absolutely. Very religious people are always... <laughs> Amazingly.
0: They are really... They're
1: really... Their characters are just exemplary. The more they quote the Bible, the more I'm like, yes, that person... Oh, you're so rude. I'm I'm being quite serious.
0: Yeah. The more they quote the Bible, the better they are.
1: There's I would say actually an inverse, inverse correlation. Yeah, I knew you
0: were gonna say you that. I knew I was gonna yeah, use yeah, that exact yeah, phrase. Exactly.
1: Yeah, I tend to use that
0: quite all a bit. the time. You know, it's it is interesting, right? And I think I think Sand does a really great again, a really great job uh, of trying to explain and, and push the the boundaries of how we understand faith, spiritual maturity. And he Yeah, I liked how yeah, he uses emotional, emotional
1: mm-hmm. um maturity, right? Yeah. Because I thought, okay, that's a good way of looking at it. It's
0: And I hadn't thought about whether you need to have those two things together mm-hmm. in order to be able to say, can you be spiritually mature without being emotionally mature?
1: I also think, though, I mean, that it is something we have, think about. all of us, a tendency to look at other people and yeah. say, oh, look, that person, you know, scowls all the time or, or they do this or that. You know, we make judgments about people's... Christianity (laughs) based on things that are maybe superficial. You know, maybe we base a lot of it on a person on a bad day.
0: Yeah, You know,
1: take me on my worst day, and I don't want that to be the thing that you think is true about me.
0: No, we don't.
1: Um, But, you know, I, I don't know. I've been through, I guess like everybody, periods where I'm more or less religious, and I don't know. I'm trying to think whether it makes my character a lot better or worse.
0: Well, I don't I think, know. I, think quest- I kind of feel like people is- have
1: sort of a baseline that you're, Are you're
0: at. Our religious practices I don't know. alone leading to characters like Joseph. I I don't think it's just alone. But what so I don't what think are
1: religious practices? Well, Can we boil that down? What is it that Joseph is doing in terms of his religious practice? Well, we and, don't even know.
0: Does he actually have the freedom to even? I don't do, even know that he has anything? a religious practice. Oh, that, he was that's, raised that's, with that's one. That's the question. That's the question. That you know, does he have the freedom to to worship? Does he have the freedom to observe and to celebrate Sabbath? Does he have the freedom to? I don't know that he, he does the any of these any things. Of those things? We don't know. We do know that he was brought up that way. Yes. We know that he was brought up. Oh, and that to God believe. is mm-hmm.
1: specifically with him and is trying and to blessing him. manipulate things in a way that work out well for him.
0: And there's because there's something bigger uh, that he's part of. And you think about the journey of where what brought him to this point and how he could have reacted and how he could have been, you know, way more bitter or angry or pushed in, in a particular direction. And yet at this point in this juncture, he's kind of like. Well, I mean, it seems
1: to me he's just pretty smart Yeah. among other things. Like if you're in a situation like this, hey, why not do a really good job and be promoted to master of the household? You're going to have a pretty cushy life that way as opposed to not doing a good job and being beaten and thrown into prison or whatever.
0: I don't think that just religious practices alone... Make people grow into a spiritual and like help them grow their spiritual character alone. I think that they are important and they're they're they key as well. But I think that it is a, a combination. I think Sam actually does raise a good point. Um, there is something to be said about emotional intelligence, and I think the emotional intelligence allows you emotional maturity. maturity. Yeah. yeah, and I think there's there's something to be said about just growing through through your life, through your journey, and being able to say, I actually uh, I'm open to learning about what other people feel. I'm learning to understand what empathy is and what, what compassion looks like. And I think that that actually helps you understand what grace is and what forgiveness is and what reconciliation well, why do looks like. Well, you think
1: people, you know, some of the people that I guess we think of as being bad examples of Christians, mm. I think they're typically people who react with a lot of rage to everything, especially kind of minor things, the sorts of things that happen at church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay, why are people, I mean, why are some people emotionally mature? Ie they don't react disproportionately to things, and other people aren't. It's probably something in the way that they were raised, or in their I don't know biological makeup. I'm not sure. That, but is it even up? To, does somebody have much control over that?
0: I think that's a good question. I think that that uh, I think that actually needs to be needs to be worked out because I think that there is there's always the possibility that you have to ask yourself. I mean, I agree that there are some people who just read into so much all the time and you have to ask yourself why is yeah that, why do they yeah, do, that? Why do that why do
1: people react why are some people more likely to kind of tr- cause trouble or stir the yeah. pot or you know these are personality things I, yeah, I guess
0: maybe all right let me repeat the question one more time uh, in your personal life and in the lives of others you have observed have religious practices alone led to a character like joseph's think about that look after each other live love and we will connect tomorrow